Today on our show, we are counting on the top 10 comedies of the new millennium. Comedy, hit it, Polly. Welcome to episode 862 of 862. the 862. Shit, 462 <laughs> of the Countdown Podcast. I don't know why I'm reading eight. It says four here. I don't know, baby. All right, my name is Wayne. <laughs> apart from flashing forward eight years into the future, there my name go. is Paul. Welcome to the show. We count down stuff in order of awesomeness so you don't have to today. Movies, specifically comedy, and Wayne's. Peace that resistance slash preferred so. genre behind spy thrillers. Yeah, it's the second like that's that's what gets me out to the movies. Make me laugh, people. And boy, is it hard to do. Like comedy is hard to do so. Or are you um, just getting fucking more and more jaded in your old age? Oh, I'm definitely fucking jaded. But I think um, I don't know. You're more discerning as an older man, I think. And uh, also harder to please. Yeah. Also, like what the what the market laughs at, I maybe don't laugh at as much anymore. I'm a much easier please if you make some ass fart shit jokes. <laughs> like that's usually my jam. Like you know, eat my ass, <laughs> eat all the asses, man. Yeah, look like loud. that. Look like that. Is that too loud? Let's <laughs> feel loud now. It's fucking loud, headphones. isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry if that was a loud ass. <laughs> what Wayne says about his own ass watch. <laughs> By the way, I still maintain farts are one of the funniest things you can joke about. I rest my case. Right, come on, baby. Look, there's no, nothing more to describe it. From 2000 until present day, the last almost 25 years we are talking about here, when we talk about the new millennium, that's mm-hmm. a lot of films. Mm-hmm. How did you find, slash, how easy was it to cull it to 10? I have 200,000 honorable mentions. mentions. So therefore, you're 10 a class. They are class, but I'll tell you this, Paul. The list flavor is such that, I mean, there's some there's ones that I've always talked about. And some I can't help mentioning again, but a lot, I'm like, maybe don't talk about that one time. I just went, this is my favorite tune. All right, well, I'll tell you this, right? Over the years, I've I've championed pop star Never Stop Never Stopping. Yes. And everyone's like, you're a bitch and so on. Not everyone. There's some people that really love that movie. All right, well, I put that in the honorable mentions just so I don't have to walk. Basically, get get hit. Exactly, all right? So, but I still maintain that thing is an unsung hero. So, uh, you know. Except by you. Well, yeah, exactly. I sung, I sung it all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, there you go. Well, look, without any further ado then, let's get into the segment which kicks off some shows in recent times. It's called The Recount. Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? The Recount is our, you know, this shit we do. Paul, you know what it is. This shit we Hit do. It, boy. <laughs> You're it's not telling me, you dickhead. <laughs> it's 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 the mailroom, Sam. So um, thank you. That's better. Tell us all about it, Paul. Who wrote this week? Well, last couple of weeks back for episode four sixty, we the top ten eighties rock songs, Wayne, mm. and we had forty six votes, which I have triumphed twenty eight to eighteen. Yeah, you fingered me. Thank God. Good has triumphed <laughs> over evil. Hey, fuck you. When it came to your <laughs> list, Stephen Byrne said Paul had my vote. By the time he was. I think I'll run away with this vote So raise your hands in victory I nearly (laughs) always vote for Wayne But this time he'll have to take a dose of bad medicine And go down in a blaze of glory My god, a lot of effort But don't worry Keep the faith Damn Next week, I'll be there for you Don't know how that goes Go ahead and have a nice day You can count on me again Always Wow that was a lot of effort. Who that was that? that was a sensational effort from Stephen Burns. Well done, uh, uh, Bernie. Troy Spinner, <laughs> the man who compiles list every week. Did he actually vote? I can't tell if he did. 
He's doing a lot of work, Paul. He's in Japan compiling the list for us. Oh, man, look at this guy. That is going above and beyond. I'm glad that I mentioned him. Well done there, sir. John Lander said, man, tough choice. Wayne has the Van Halen bookends, which is good. Paul seems to have forgotten they exist and honestly has Bon Jovi instead. What's your problem? (laughs) He wouldn't have way there with you. It would would be a slam dunk for Wayne if not for Don freaking Henley. I love me some hands. Still, this is a vote for Wayne, so there you go. Well, someone did. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 18 votes. Smart Smarty made to the show said, uh, this final countdown, Paul, really? The final countdown? All the votes for Wayne. (laughs) I hate that song too. (laughs) Fuck you both. Uh, Connell Tobin McNeil said, I like Don Henley Eagles and I have no explanation to why, but I hate the song Boys of Summer. So goddamn much that my vote has to go to Paul. I know a chick who also thinks like any song about summer is like, is detestable. I'm like, what? She must have, I don't know, had a really bad Californian boyfriend. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Didn't know we were going with that water. <laughs> John Snow, okay. Julio for the Contrarians podcast. Wonderful show. Do check them out. Said the absolute candor of Paul's number one. How I could not support it. <laughs> you know, I got some feedback for you. Oh, okay. I went to dinner with Buffy. And yeah, I saw the last... post up there with all the photos of her and yep. various rockers from Alice Cooper Taru to other famous That's people. That's it, other people, right? So she and her boyfriend are like, okay, you want to talk about the show? I'm like, yeah, okay, word. Tell <laughs> Here me about we go. It. Here we go. Okay. First of all, Alice Cooper didn't bite the head off a chicken. It was actually Ozzy Osbourne you're thinking of. Oh, shit. Did I say that? I have no idea. Sorry. So I'm like, okay, so that's fine. That's fine. Secondly, she's like, she liked both of our lists, right? So that's quite a big thing. She also said, if you ever do a power ballads, she wants to guest. So, um, so well, we don't get a lot of female representation. We show. don't, do we? So it's maybe a that's thing. something to aim for. I'm just saying, power ballads, baby. Power. That, would that be embarrassing to, for Buffy to come on once in school in a topic, or would that just be fun? I think it would be amusing okay. and a different kind of show. Okay, so yeah. you know, you would not be able to say cunt so much. Bullshit. <laughs> she knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there you she go. She said bullshit. You cunt. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joy DeCarlo said I'm going with Paul despite both of us having some questionable picks Poisoned by Alice Cooper and Bon Jovi that's all yours win it. <laughs> I'll win it Jonathan said for the Pony Comics podcast again so is the Pony Comics love them uh, patrons are there both their shows do check them out these lists make me sad you don't deserve my vote good day to you sir <laughs> fair enough Never let it be said that we cannot for <laughs> <laughs> ourselves. Was deaf. Um, I don't actually understand this one from Jonathan Kitty. He said, Bon Jovi is a coffin nail, Paul. Does that mean he? I got his vote or I lost his vote? I'm not sure. Coffin means he. Lo- you must have lost it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Chris Sutherland said, Paul didn't have Pink Floyd, so he wins. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rough. Well, okay. <laughs> Jesus. And lastly, Laurie Miller said, go with Wayne this week for the Van Halen bookends. I unexpectedly saw them live on three consecutive unexpectedly? nights. Unexpectedly? In the 80s. I don't know, did you just trip and fall over and fall into a Van Halen concert? Yeah, Laurie? wow. I was more into the punk scene, but had friends with free tickets. There you go. Oh, all three cool. shows were different and highly entertaining. I was also skeptical of Bon Jovi, but their live show erased all doubts. Too. Really? There we are. That's the feedback. Uh, despite some of the feedback, managed to fall over the line with a slight win. There we are. Next week, we'll have more votes coming to you. So do check out the Facebook list community links in the show notes to get involved in Very all nice. of that fun. Now, serious time. Okay. If I may, Wayne, and bring the vibe of the show down just for a minute or two, and then we'll go to a music break and uh, come back clean to talk funny shit again. We lost a member of our community during the course of the last week. Mm. It was just before we recorded last time, but I found out about it after we recorded. A friend to us mm-hmm. from high school, Adam Duncan, passed away after a couple of year battle with cancer. Adam was a big supporter of the show early mm-hmm. on. He would ask lots of questions and prompt me in ways that maybe I didn't even share with your good self. Mm. 
and a very talented artist, wonderful man, gentle giant, could dunk the basketball. Yes, he could dunk. He was an amazing artist, way better than me uh, at drawing. And he, he also, made a career out of it. I think that's the difference between exactly, you, and, you exactly, and he. Exactly. And he also was in the movie Reap. He and was, was a part of the production crew and the camera crew. The cameraman. And largely, largely and director acting, of photography. DP, big time. Yep. So, um, yes. Absolute tragic loss. It's really, really way, like a tough one. Way too soon. So I just want to pass on my condolences to, I don't, I don't know if he's passed on the show to anyone else in his circle, but anyone from Melbourne who listens to the show as a result of Adam, of course, to his partner, Anne-Marie, and then most especially, along with Anne-Marie, to his family, the Duncans. This is a terrible time and, and my thought, our thoughts go out to all of you and Adam rest in peace catch you on the next campaign good sir yes man your masterpiece is finally done we will now get out of this one and come back on the side of this music queue with our top 10 comedies of that sounds so bad after what I just said I know. you know what I mean let's just do it this is real as it gets I'm on a boat, motherfucker Don't you ever forget I'm on a boat, and It's going fast, and I got an article theme Pass me to Afghan I'm the king of the world On a boat like Leo What up, dogs, everyone? We back um, I can't remember what to say now, Paul <laughs> What are we gonna do? <laughs> Sometimes I legitimately wonder yeah, obviously. how we lasted <laughs> nine almost fucking years. I actually had nothing to prepare to say as it came back. I was just listening to the song. Well, I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. We're going to talk something now. Boat, bitch. <laughs> Top 10. Top 10. Comedies of the new millennium. Clearly, this is Wayne's genre more than it is mine. So I'm going to lead us away. Hit it. Today with my number 10. This was, a, even for me, a difficult list to make, which is why I asked Wayne earlier on how he found it. My number 10. Is a film which completely surprised me because this guy, even back at this era, which is almost 20 years ago, was mm. so hit and miss for me. Okay. Some of his films I fucking love. Mm. Some of them are so mean worthy. Some of them are so memorable. Yeah. Will Ferrell. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, I'm. Who I'm... you fast forward 20 almost years from this film and I'm like, no, just pass him by. Back at this point in time, he was. The Shizzle. If it's what I think it is, it's very low. Talladega Nights, oh, okay. The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Yes. Directed by Adam McKay, produced by Judd Apatow, I'm pretty sure, off the top of my head. Absolutely. This film I had no expectations for. I just thought, eh, but I was genuinely laughing my ass off. It's a real surprise, this film. Because I'm not into indie car racing no or anything is. like that. Unless you're in America, you don't know what stock no car racing is. No, is. there's plenty of people are. No, in, in Americans all like stock car racing, but the rest of the world is Formula One. So like, it's like, it's, it's very, it's a very, in, it's a very American thing. So for an Australian to go, oh, this is interesting. It's quite a thing. Yeah, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. This, How about shake and bake? Shake and bake. Shake and bake, exactly. Very fine. And then Borat coming in, obviously not exactly. Borat, Sasha Baron Cohen Sasha coming Baron. in as the, as the villain of the piece. Ricky Bobby. The running across the line to bat Penetar. <laughs> fucking funny. Do you know what? The, the reason the kids in this film fucking funny around the dinner the table. The names of the kids. Yes. It was Walker and Texas Ranger. <laughs> and then the, the girls were Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman. <laughs> that shit is hilarious, okay? <laughs> But you know what? This film was really good, right? Because it's so easy to make fun of rednecks. This film, the way that they're depicted, it treats them with love. Yep. It actually, like the way that you get it, it's it's really written well and it's really depicted well. It's really cool. Very so, funny. I mean, basically it's a Days of Thunder parody, right? 
It, it essentially, yes. Although Days of Thunder doesn't play the redneck no, angle. No one really saw Days of Thunder, though. I mean, they did back in 1990 or 91, whatever the fuck it was, when he. The, no, Days of Thunder was top, was top, was Top Gun, but on with cars. That's what Days of yeah, Thunder was. Yeah, well, exactly the same things happened. This one is sort of picking up some of the the themes of that film, absolutely, and, and running with it in I think pretty satirically funny. Oh ways. Yeah, yeah. Hence, my number ten, Talladega Nights: Colin, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Not bad, not bad at all. Paul, my number ten. I gotta ask you a question. Ooh. Do you remember the first time you put your penis inside someone? Do you remember the actual moment? Moment? Yeah. I remember the night. Okay, you remember the night? I remember the awkwardness. Okay. I remember the fumbliness. Ah, oh, the fumbliness. Yeah. I had a lot of trouble inserting. Mm-hmm. I still do. No, actually, these days what I got it down. Like? These days I got it down. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I would hope with all the practice you've had. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> That's the last compliment one gets to <laughs> Okay. Uh, my number 10 is super bad. Oh, okay. going a different one there. Another yeah. Judd Apatow film. Okay. Uh, totally. The guy's all over this list. Now, uh, Superbad is essentially like a time capsule of 2000 comedy, okay? Teenagers, puberty, cursing, coming of age. It's all here, okay? And you've got, uh, yeah, so Seth Rogen and Bill Hader is like the two cops. But essentially, it's about the kids, which is Michael Sarah, McLovin, and Jonah Hill. Yes, right? well, it's quite the cast, right? Exactly, trying to get some ass. And now... Seth Rogen actually said that he's he wrote this film a long time ago and he tried to get it made for years and years and years. And if you look at the film now, compared to like... Then know, when was this film out? Early 2000s, it 2008? was? Uh, 2008, yeah, yeah. There's a good pull from me. Wayne's got his list there and his notes. I didn't write the, the year, probably so wrong. I'm probably guessing it's 2008. Uh, you know you and dates. I'm, I'm going to trust you on this one. I, when I remember... 2007, like, I 2007. Now, the actors were young, but not high school young when they made, they made this. And it was... A particular moment that I saw was when McLovin finally had some sex. And he was like, it's in! It's in! Right? And I th- thought that the first time I put something in something. So, <laughs> that wasn't a pillow. You can't handle the truth! <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember thinking all of those things. And, in fact, this is... Because we're, like, we graduated 92, Paul, so, like... It's 15 years later, man. 15 years later. I would hope by that stage you know when something's in or not. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, them going to those college parties... Wayne's number again, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to not be... Line not, up, baby. Do you want to make sure your day is not ruined by any pain? <laughs> post-sex? You won't even know. Um, <laughs> the- do you like to read a book? <laughs> do you like to multitask? I do too. <laughs> Yan can cook up in here, baby. Uh, so, um, yeah. So, no, super bad. I actually loved the whole thing. And I wasn't expecting to like it. Because it's young people. And I didn't know if it, I mean, it was holidays and stuff like that. But the gags that they made in this actually worked for the trying to get laid thing. Without making it icky. Although, some people might look at it now and have a different opinion. Oh, well, look. You know. 17 years later, given the climate live in now. A lot exactly. of these comedies are no longer entirely appropriate. Much like Wayne, my number <laughs> nine. It's a little film directed by Ben Stiller from, from the aforementioned 2008. And in this film, Robert Downey Jr. dons blackface and is celebrated for it. Low! Tropic Thunder, get some. Oh my God, Paul. I can't believe it's so low. All right. You know why it's low? Honestly, I've watched this film once and it was great. What? And it stuck with me and it was funny and there's great characters. And of course, I've seen Tom Cruise's whatever his Joel Silver impersonation is, is oh my. many times on the internet, on YouTube videos, you know, those bits that are... In fact, I saw a video not that long ago where they are, someone has edited together Tom Cruise playing the producer character in Topic Thunder 
talking to Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Oh, really? It's very funny. That's great. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Very funny. The, uh, the So my experience with watching this film, I saw it in the States. No. No, I didn't see it in the States. I saw it with my mom. Yes, I did. It was in the States. I saw it in my... In you my, saw this with your mom in, in the, the States? In the States, yes. Because like <laughs> in, in like 20, 2008 or something, I, it was. I took her to the States, right? Because she was like, whatever, I want to go see that. Fine. I went there. Very odd vacation, let me tell you. Mm. Um, in fact, but, you having a vacation is an odd vacation. That's true. Well, I took her to an AMC because there was nothing to do that day in New York. Sit there. Okay, I've heard this movie is good. I'm watching it. I didn't know much about the film. Then I see this character, the Les Grossman character, and That's I'm like, thank you. Yeah, and I'm like, this is I, what's familiar about this? Guy? I didn't recognize Tom Cruise till halfway through the movie. I went, <gasps> it's Tom Cruise because they didn't fucking they didn't really play it, and I was like, holy great. shit! I don't think he even has his name in the credits. He didn't. That was a whole surprise, right? And it's like, oh my god! And then on top of that. This was like, I can imagine this being a, like a script that goes around Hollywood, which is like, hey, this thing's going to be a winner. Who's in? And that's why you have like people like Matthew McConaughey playing a bit role. Because they just want to all Nick be- Nolte. Nick Nolte, son. All these like people. And then- Rod Danger got nominated for the Academy Award. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Jack Black, one of my least favorite actors, except when he's nailing it. Killing it here. He's pretty good in this movie Killing too. it here, man. Tony McBride. This, this cast, Jay Baruchel. Who we never heard of at the time, but it's definitely what's made him actually get Steve on all the stuff. Steve Coogan, Bill Hader. Like, yeah. This is Toby Maguire, Tara Banks, John Foyt, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Alicia Silverstone, Jason Spiro. I didn't stop. I know, right? And even at the beginning bit where they just have the, the trailers of all the other films, like, like you know, like Devil's Alley. And it's the two monks, you know, like monks fucking with dicks and shit like that. And they even made that a touchstone. <laughs> Generally how you fuck. Well, not always. So... <laughs> Um, uh, it had it got everything right about Hollywood, and it got everything right about kind of movie yeah. making. I think that's that's the fun of it that it's an indictment slash a, a satire of, of Hollywood as much as it is action films. That's right. And, like, so. and I had this interview with Bill Hader where he said, because um, he was like Tom Cruise's sidekick in the actual yeah. thing, and at the premiere, Tom Cruise said, "Can you believe we were just in that film?" And Bill Hader was like, "I can believe you were. Like, yeah. cause <laughs> you always do this shit, but like, it's that you know, yeah, to make." An action star funny. Oh, that's great. Best movie ever. <laughs> Ooh, that high. Pretty much. That it's one of my favorites. Ooh, one of my yeah, big We'll big see favorites. how it goes on my lanes. Lanes? Lanes? Lanes list. List. All right. <laughs> What's number nine? It's Gold Member, bro. Nah, fuck no. Come on. Hold up. This film fucking sucks. Hold up, Cunting. I am upset with you. Yo, bitch. Let me tell you this something about so Gold Member. so bad compared to the other two. Man, Gold Member, when it came out, remember now, we what had the Austin Powers, we had the number two, and bullshit. I thought Gold Member was... Thank you for handing me this victory. Hang on, cunt fart. <laughs> all right? <laughs> I saw... When I saw Gold Member, I was... First of all, the first bit of the film where they had, hello, Tom Cruise in there playing Austin oh. Powers. Sometimes all it works. All that shit. Sometimes it doesn't. This time it did, bitch. That was the best bit of the whole film. I'm gonna, it goes downhill like I will admit to you... Me on a ski slope. <laughs> Crowbar that in, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit to you that the first time I saw it, I was like, ooh, mix. And then I've seen it like four times since, Paul. Four Why times. Why haven't we had an Austin Powers 4? This then, is like, a killer. They haven't had it yeah, because it was my- a killer. It was a franchise killer. No, it wasn't. This thing did bank, <laughs> all right? It did really well. Not enough. Not enough. No, it did fine. It's just that Austin Powers, like Mike Myers decided to go do some fucking love guru shit. <laughs> that's, right? that's what killed fucking everything. That's on Mike Myers, not not Wayne. Yeah, exactly. So, no, I think with Goldmember, it, it's chilly. Oh. If you watch it again now, it fucking rocks, man. This shit is a good ass film. I absolutely love it. And Michael Caine did it, motherfucker. Like, it all worked. Even with the- Michael Caine. Michael Caine is in it, right? This is a good ass film. I am all on board with this shit, man. I can't believe you don't like it so much. I, I, I saw it with my then girlfriend in the States myself, actually, in Las Vegas. Piece of shit. Maybe. Look, here's the thing. When so you, disappointing. Really? 
Maybe you're caught up with the whole, I mean, the States is better be great. Expecting a whole bunch shit didn't work out. I don't know. I really, really like... I mean, the States, y'all! Exactly. Where my Tropic Thunder thing happened? I don't know, man. I don't know. But I love Gold Member. I'm stunned. I'm stunned that you don't like it. so many great comedies. And this is from a guy who doesn't love comedies, and you put this in there. I left my vagina off in this film. Thank God, then, that I'm here to rescue this whole episode. We'll see, ass sandwich. my number eight, one of the most clever and interesting comedies ever made. It's an adaptation of a comic book which has just had a re-adaptation with the same voice cast on Netflix 13 years after the fact. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. This isn't a comedy. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's very It's funny. an adventure film, man. Did I you, know did you laugh your ass off in this movie? No. Then you have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a fun... Uh, I suppose it has some funny very bits funny. in it. It's Come not a comedy. Surely Come not. Come on. Surely not, Yana. It's All not a comedy. All the jokes about knives and Michael Sarah, all the jokes about everything's a joke the whole thing's played for laughs it's not played seriously how it's can played you play for it? absurdity I wouldn't say it's a comedy though absurdity is funny <laughs> alright look let's let you have this one let's let you yeah, have whatever. that okay I know you're I know you're really <laughs> from picking gold member when you realise you shouldn't have uh, I'll give you my gold member <laughs> <laughs> I'll smelt it smelt it <laughs> no it'll be solid going in I think this film is genuinely hilarious Really? Laughed it's a great so film. Much. It's so much it's fun. It's a great film. It's so funny. Laughed so many times. It's just got the perfect sensibility. And it is the greatest adaptation of a comic book ever. No. Like, you hate the comic book. Yeah, the comic book memory. is shit. Yeah. And they've made it so much better here. Have you seen? Even despite the presence of Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's gorgeous. <laughs> She's a gorgeous girl. She's just a little flat. So it's Slash just. Slash plain. <laughs> It's the plainness that makes your... Pr- All right, fine. Yeah, we'll never see out of way on this one. Have you seen the new animation? Of I watched the first episode. And? Wasn't overly impressed. Not because it did anything wrong, just because it's telling exactly the same story, but in a different kind of... It felt like a, no pun intended, flat away. So <laughs> I found... I heard a story that apparently people who were... like Including Chris Evans, they all talk about this. They say they had the best time on this set ever. To tell. The, it's infectious. To the stage where if he had to come on set for like two days and then left for like 17 days or, or the month and came back, he said he was jealous of all the people that got to stay on the, on the wow. set for those that month or whatever. So shit like that. What happened? You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, okay. An epic of epic epicness. This is a story about Scott Pilgrim has to defeat his ex, his ex's seven evil exes. Who I are all, so. Sorry, his girlfriend, seven evil exes, played Ramona Flowers. So, yeah. Great soundtrack, great everything, but most importantly of all, funny. Hence, mine and bright. Yeah. Do you really like my, 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 yes. really, really, Okay, all right. Really? Yes, I really find it funny. Yes, I really don't like him movie, Elizabeth Winstead, in the way that you like. I think she's a fine actor. All right, fair enough. Uh, my number eight is something of a, uh, well, I wouldn't say it's a sleeper, but uh, a lot of people let this go over their heads. But if you look at it, really, it's a great show. It's called Role Models. Yeah, that's funny. that's funny. All um, right, so what we have here is uh, Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott and McLovin. I don't know. I've watched this about uh, probably about five times, I would say. And it's one of the R-rated... Like, I actually kind of only think... like It's very rare that I don't find something crass funny. I mean, like if, if it's, if it's yeah, PG there's funny, there's I of, tend to not like it. Lots of crass in this. Yeah. Now, this one here is great because it's about these two dudes who have a, a weird job where they go around to schools and, and uh, promote this energy drink, which is green. But the gags in it are just really class. For example, they drink so much of it, they piss out green, and they look at each other, this is Shrek's piss. Um, <laughs> shit like that. But they've also got this, um, the, the, uh, apart from McLovin, they have to take care of this other kid who's an African-American That's young kid. kid. Very funny because he's, he's like, like <laughs> you white. 
You Ben Affleck talking to <laughs> talking to Paul Rudd and <laughs> saying shit like "suck it, reindeer games," "fuck you, Miss Daisy," saying shit like that, really classy as shit. And then there's a, a role playing, as in like a what do you call it? Cosplay, LARP, LARP, LARP shit at action the end, role playing. which I don't know much about, but I know enough because I'm a nerd and. Every single thing about it, including Jane Lynch talking about cocaine, shit like that. I laugh every single time I see this shit, man. It's some good ass shit. Funny film. Role models is class. Don't deny my number seven's the newest film on my list, Wayne, from 2020, in that era when we were COVID down, locked down at home. It's from director Max Babacow and stars the man who sang, or at least one of the men who sang our opening track today, Andy Samberg, Krista Malotti, and J.K. Simmons. It's. Palm Springs. Yeah, we don't see that way on this Fuck, one. Fuck, I love this movie. I don't understand how you don't love it's fine. this movie. You know what I think about movies in general, Paul? Your mood is so important when you're seeing a film, sure. right? And I think even when you rewatch a film, you're not the same guy. That's why so many times I see a, sec- I see a movie a second time, I'm like, oh, actually it was pretty good, or actually it was pretty bad. Because you're a different guy when you watch it. So I think that's what happened here. And this uh, follows a guy... Played by, of course, Andy Samberg, who goes to a wedding at Palm Springs with a partner who's completely and utterly not appropriate for him. And he wanders off from the wedding and wanders into a cave, which puts him into a time loop where he lives that day over and over and over again. And somewhere along the line, Krista Malotti is a maid of honor who he becomes involved with and she follows him to the cave and walks through herself. And now she's caught in the same time loop and it's how these two... I know, this is not me, but it becomes a romantic comedy. These two falling in love through sharing the same day over and over again and how she wants out and he's just content now. He's given up because he's lost count. He's mm. thousands of days he's lived and he's lived every experience that you can possibly imagine, including that many that you wouldn't try unless you were so bored of existence. Uh, what the fuck? I'll give it a bash. This is the thing. So it's Groundhog Day essentially, mm-hmm. but it's like another way. But a way cleverer version thereof. You think? I think so. I think it's if a product I had to of watch time. Groundhog Day or Palm Springs, I watch Palm Springs three times before I watch Groundhog Day once. I'm completely the other way. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, I know I lost that vote just on that basis, but just let me remind you, Gold Member. Gold Member was fine. Face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, Willis. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. Palm Springs. Very yeah. funny. Very clever. Some great, great moments. And short and to the point, let's not overlook that. Is it? 90 minutes. <laughs> well done. Okay, cool. My number seven uh, was in 2005, and it's back when you still watched Vince Vaughn mm. and Owen Wilson, for that reason, for that matter. Um, wedding Crashes. crashes yeah. Wedding Crashes. Now, one of 2005's biggest hits, I found out, that Wedding Crashes was an Apatow-adjacent comedy. What I liked about it, apart from the fact that all the gags were great, right? No. Was that, I think all the gags were Well, a, a lot of them. Enough to make me laugh all the way along. Sure. Right? It was unabashedly R-rated. Like this... For sure. It was like, you know... And back they, they brought back titties in comedy. That hasn't happened since the 80s, people. Um, it was... It <laughs> well, that's not true. It's never happened since the 80s, right? So... <laughs> and also... Don't look at any film at all. It's a comedy. <laughs> and don't make sure there's breasts in there because Wayne is right. Very few titular... I don't know. I, I think so. I mean, like... <laughs> and also, homegirl, Isla Fisher... In this film, she comes from our hometown. She's the right? crazy one chasing. She's the crazy yeah. redhead. Now, maybe Paul didn't like it because yeah. there's a redhead in here. But I was surprised at the level of like comedic that class she gross. had. I don't dislike films because they're redheads. I don't know. Paul's not a big fan of... Uh, no, I can't make that joke. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> and Christopher Walken is in here as well, which is pretty cool. But I think you'll find uh, what I think warmed me to the film 
was the fact that these guys were chasing ass at weddings and that's their whole thing that they whoa, go around. Whoa, hang whoa. on, hang on, hang on. I've got, a, I've got a point to make. There's actually a moment in the film where they're talking about it and they're like, hey man, we got to do this thing because before we get too old, you know, we will still get our youth. And then Owen Wilson says, Wow. And then he says, like, All of your arguments you are like my asshole, dick. man. You can eat my this balls. This is Chase. Eat on some dicks. Why like chasing tail is the meaning of life? Well, they make the point that we're not that young anymore, meow. Right? And they're a lot younger than we are now. I know. Which is why it's Do a you? bit of a. <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I know very well, Paul, <laughs> despite what you may think. So, uh, yeah, I love Wedding Crashers, man. Like, I think it's really. An, uh, that's also not as well known as it should be. If yeah, look, all, all jokes aside, I understand that at the moment you are very happily ensconced, and that's. Lovely to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but you know, making poontang jokes about me is uh, also a funny part of the show. It's really so keep low going. hanging keep fruit. Going. Keep low going. hanging fruit. <laughs> Much like Wayne's. There, there. Low there. hanging Make fruit. Make some dick jokes. There you go. Make all jokes. Seven. <laughs> it's a very clever comedy that is directed by no longer the favor of Hollywood, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement, who also wrote this film. It's what we do in the shadows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful mockumentary that follows vampire housemates trying to exist in modern day world, even though they are stuck in the past because that's when they were turned. Very clever, this film. Chicks Very funny. Film. It's so good. Spawned a TV series, which is arguably just as good, if not better. Five yeah. seasons deep now. Oh, really? Five seasons? Five seasons was because, you know, it helps when you add Matt Berry to the cast, let's oh, be honest. Uh, Matt Berry is the shit. Like, forget about it. I, I love that guy. 4.1 on Letterboxd. And I'm not sure where to start. There are so many different good gags in this film, including when werewolves get introduced and the werewolves are trying to be good and their <laughs> leader is saying, remember guys, we're <laughs> werewolves, not swearwolves. That is pretty funny. That is, that is pretty funny. Comedy gold. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, I got to it late. I remember hearing about it at a party and one was like, this, she was like, oh, I love that show. And then I saw it and I was like, okay. Again, expectations of what kill you, Paul. But, uh, you know. Yeah, fair enough. I probably banged on about too much in the early days of the show because it's from 2015, 14. So right around when the show kicked off. You know, I almost put Thor Ragnarok on here speaking of Taika Waititi. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, but it's really a superhero that happens to be a comedy, comedic. So anyway. Uh, very, very funny. Not like this number six of mine, which I have uh, held a torch for for many years now because I believe it's one of the most me comedies there is. Ooh. It's called Long Shot. Oh, yeah. This was such a good show. It I was mean, fine. Long shot stars. Very Seth, fine. So yeah, Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, and it's probably one of the funniest and sharply written American comedies I've seen in years. Even if the story is a bit cliche, Seth Rogen is this like investigative journalist who works for this place, and he's very, very left wing. Okay, and then Charlize Theron is like the Secretary of State who's actually running to be the president. She used to babysit him when he was a kid. He had a boner. There's a long thing like that. But basically, it is a rom-com, though it's a very the least rom-ish com you've ever heard of. Because it's a little bit weird that the beautiful Charisse Theron head of state would actually fall for oh, Seth it's, Rogen. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but... but that, that's the whole charm of the film. Exactly. The fact that they make that work and they don't play and him off n- anyway... Not at all fantasy material for Wayne. I don't know that I would do so well power slamming the president, Paul. I don't think I would be able... I think I'd have a problem. way for you and Donald Trump to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd make a dick joke like that. I actually don't even think it's a rom-com. I think it's just a com. It just happens to have a, a relationship. No, it's a rom Is it a rom-com? Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, against the odds, you know, opposites s- attract. Pose. I think that actually, apart from the good writing, because that whole boys to men thing, crack it down! That shit is so <laughs> funny, man. That was funny. That is pretty funny. But also, I think that the, you got two wildly likable stars and it makes the whole thing just work. Although we've come to the end of the road. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's how we get out of this episode. All right. 
Nice. No, good, 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 good. Okay, excellent, excellent. So, uh, yes, there you go. Uh, long shot, ladies and gentlemen. There you are. It's probably a joke I can make there, but uh, <laughs> I think Wayne picking that film is a joke enough. Actually, well, number four. <laughs> These days I can't do very long a shot. <laughs> Barely hits the tails. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, number five is the other Adam McKay, Judd Apatow film, which everyone will... Love and probably will say well low was is low, but when I first watched the film, I wasn't that impressed. It's subsequent viewings. It's the meme worthiness of it all. It's how it's grown on me over time and infected by people's could be anyone absolute love for it. I'm talking Anchorman Colin, the legend of Ron Burgundy. Uh, slightly low, slightly low. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Story about uh, in the 70s where it's male-dominated field journalism and Christina Applegate forces her way into the team and Ron Burgundy is threatened AF, but of course they fall for... Well, he falls for her. Yeah. And she well, eventually, she's, she's back with she him, eventually yeah. is, for whatever strength... Maybe she's starstruck to start with. Then Tolerates him. Creep. You could be really hairy in the 70s and still get chicks. Yeah, well, that's what uh, Paul Roberts say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All of them in this film. Every, everyone, everyone is cast perfectly. Even, I mean, having Steve Carell as a... Brick. Very brick as a very sidelined sort of side character, not sideline side character who is memorable in his own way. Oh yeah, I love Lamp. I it's love like, Lamp. It's holy shit, that's funny. No, no, see, the, the, you're right. Everyone does play really well. Even Randy Quaid's like the just being an asshole in general. Is it really? Randy Quaid or is it? Oh, it's you're a, thinking about um. No, it's not Randy Quaid. It's another Quaid. No, it's Randy David Co- Cockner. David. Oh, why yeah. do I think he's Randy Quaid? Sorry, uh, some similar. Yeah, it looks, looks the same. Randy yeah. Quaid was pretty. Pretty busy at this point in time, being crazy and off to the side in Hollywood. So, oh yes, that went that way, didn't it? Yes, no, that's good shit. Um, I think this is. You know what? This film here, I always liked Afternoon Delight. I always liked it as a song. This guy puts it in lots of his movies, and I know it turned up in Goodwill Hunting, but I got crap for it a long time. Um, Afternoon Delight, one of the best songs ever, amazingly produced, all that sort of shit. The thing that this Not the last time we had to reference that fucking song on this list, by the way. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> I think also. Oh no, maybe I'm mixing up my songs. Anyway, something that's similar. okay. That's okay. One of the funniest bits in this film, I think, is when you know Ron Burgundy is getting ready to do a show to do a, a you know they're about to start filming and he's doing his vocal exercises and it's just like <laughs> all of a sudden he sounds like ah, ah, get the kids, there's somebody in the house. He's doing that shit. You might not believe that, but Wayne turned away for the microphone. <laughs> And Christina Applegate is next to him, trying not to laugh, and you can see her almost about to break, almost about to break, and then she doesn't. And it's it is so funny because he obviously just thought of it in the moment because he's like, hum, hum, yeah. and, you, and when you see these during the credit sort of bloopers, oh yeah, the bloopers, you can tell these these are genuinely funny people. Oh yeah, they take the best take or the take they think that work best for the scene slash whatever, and they leave out some other funny takes too. And Ryan Reynolds would be another person that falls into that category. Oh, yeah. And that's why I think, like, if you're on the set of this film, that's got to be great, right? I mean, I don't know. Making movies is hard. But if you're there to see all the other takes and see people trying not to crack up, it would be the best thing ever. Yeah, and I think it's a real tragedy. I just want to mention that uh, Christina Applegate, I think, is it MS she's got? Whatever she has, the way she pretty much has to retire from acting. That's really sad. Is that? Is that? She's a real talent. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Kelly Bundy, son. <laughs> don't even worry about it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nice one. All right. Uh, my number five. 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 I'm gonna hold the torch for this one. It's gonna be another unpopular one. That's okay. That's what we do in this show. I think this is an exemplary comedy, and I've laughed all the way through it. It's not gonna be popular. Juice Bigelow, European Gigolo. Oh come on, dude, 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 and everyone else that's going, what the fuck, Wayne? All right. The the first Please juice justify the yourself. first Juice Bigelow was unexpectedly amazing. I know. I say it. It was laugh after laugh after it was laugh. Funny. All right. Remembering. 
This one comes along and I think it's better, Paul. No. I think it's better. No. Okay, Deuce comes to Amsterdam. He meets his friend, you know, Eddie, what's his name? TJ. I watched um, once. It was terrible. And no, man, he, he enters the gigolo game and then he just does it. Forget, forget all of that stuff. What you want to remember here is the piss funny gags in this film. Euro gigolos. You might want to try and remember them. I don't. Dude, all they like they just have genitalia terms like vagina. Right, <laughs> meaning your penis, and things like that. That's not one of them. It's just a many of them that keep going and going and gone. I'm telling you, you know what's happening on here. All right, it's because of it's because of Pollyanna bitches like yourself <laughs> that have like problems with the datedness of the female roles in the film and so on. I think if you look at this film, it's actually making more more gags about dudes. Yes, there's people coming out of their noses and stuff like that, but it is pure class there's each people way. People coming out of their noses. Yeah, the first one had the woman who had a penis as a nose, and then when she sneezed, she came. <laughs> Look, if you're there, if you see the, shit, the, the the scene, you get it. All right, I I think wow. it's actually like no, I I absolutely think this is one of the funniest comedies I've ever seen. And Eddie Griffiths, that's his name, is almost as funny as Juice. Ah, there you go. In fact, he's probably funnier. That's probably almost one of the as funny as who. Juice Bigelow, Rob Schneider, right? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if anyone, obviously, look, based on Paul, and I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> put their foot in my ass right now, but I still maintain this is an absolute winner. Give it a try, everyone, if you haven't. <laughs> yeah. This is the dumbest shit anyone balls, ever said balls, in the history of, and I don't think I'm exaggerating here. Time! Well, with that out of the way, then we can move on to a genuinely funny film oh, at my, my number four. Suck my big hole. Deadpool. Fuck off, it's not a comedy! Yes, it is. It's a Superhero it's a film. It's a comedy. Suck on these dicks. It is absolutely comedy. Are you trying to tell me Deadpool's not funny? Does man, lots of things are funny. Your asshole. It's not a comedy though. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who you talk to. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. I would suggest this film is. It is an action comedy. I'm not saying it's not action. I'm saying it's a comedy and it's very funny. Do you remember how funny this film was, Wayne? I, my bad here. I did fuck up here. I thought it was Afternoon Delight, but it's actually uh, Angel, Angel of the, the Morning, morning Angel over morning. the opening credits. Yeah, absolutely. Look, Come I'll, on, man. I'll, I'll give you it to you. You were laughing your ass off through that opening Yeah, sequence. but I don't know if it's a and comedy. And then we kept <laughs> laughing pretty much through the whole way through the film because this fourth wall breaking, taking the piss, even the new trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine or Times Wolverine, what the fuck it is. Even that is just gag after gag after gag. So, it's a comedy first. Yeah, superhero action comedy. Okay. Yes. All right, fine. I mean, superhero first. Comedy action. Is, I think action is, second. Then definitely comedy. more comedy than there is action in this movie. No. Yes. Uh, Come on. The whole uh, bit where they fall in love and strap on from her. and. Uh, oh, yeah. He gets pegged. Yep. You ever been pegged? No. <laughs> you sure? Yes. <laughs> you want to? <laughs> Look, never write it off. <laughs> A uh, little peek behind the scenes here. Paul's totally anti-anal, everyone. Yeah. His anus remains virginal, and I don't think he's gone up anyone else's either. No. So, I mean, you know, live a little Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Your, your next birthday, your birthday's g- your gift's going to be lube. <laughs> I'm sure my wife oh, would please to hear it. <laughs> And that's a whole new vein of humor I can't, yeah. I can't make too. Yeah. So, okay, go there ahead. Go, there you go. Anyway, Deadpool funny. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we all know what Deadpool's about. We had Deadpool 2, not quite as good. Yeah, but not as good. Um, I'm hopeful about this next one. You know what? I'm going to watch very, all of- I'm very keen to see, and the, the trailer do skewer Disney for being Disney. Like, you know, I'm the yeah, Disney pet, Jesus yeah. or whatever. Marvel Jesus. Marvel Jesus, yeah. 
Pegging's not new to me. Yes. It is for oh, yeah, Disney. Yeah. There, there you go. go. There you go. Tell that joke. All right. If, come on. This is funny. You know, he's getting his shit shot off and he's still making jokes about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm really looking forward to it. It may be the, the best thing. Oh, sorry. I'm talking about back to the first one. Directed oh, right. by Tim Miller, who, of course, he and Ryan Reynolds have been falling out, which is a, a shame. shame is it? Because I think this film was one of the better, absolutely one of the better superhero films. We'll have to come back and do that again. Top 10 superhero movies. What could that falling out wow, have been about? That would be a tough. Ooh, there's a top. There's a top 10 cunt. After the last. We did it at some point early in the show. We need to do that again. Word. Okay. I'm in. Cool. Okay, cool. Well, my number four is Anchorman, commands. So we'll go back to you. All right. My number three, Wayne. You're also going to bitch about this one because you've bitched about a lot today. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. Com Rom Zom. Okay. Because of my dis- my disdain for horror, I'm going to give that. That is probably. It is a Zom. It's a romantic horror. comedy full stop with zombies full stop. Is it a romantic comedy? Yeah. For sure. It's about Sean losing girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I suppose it's like that. Winning yeah, yeah, yeah. her yeah. back through the course of the zombie apocalypse, which just happens to have really gory gags in it and deaths in it and whatever life. But still, yeah, come on. The film opens. It's Edgar Wright, of course, written by he and yeah. Sean Pegg, the star of the film. Pegg, yep. We've got the whole bit where Liz is complaining to Sean at the start of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come everywhere with your friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. him. So, would any of you cunts like a like drink? A drink? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's comedy. Okay, it's comedy. Absolute comedy and genuinely funny. And I know it wouldn't be here in your top 10, don't expect it to be. But if you're a fan of zombie films or horror in general, there are so many nods, so many knowing winks, so many inbuilt moments for you as a horror film fan in this movie. You can't go one minute in this movie without something playing out to that degree. Can I ask you, is there any Cornettos else in your... This is where it starts. No, no is there not. any others? There's not. Okay, good. So but then we can say... One of them is my honourable mention. Okay, so Hot I can Fuzz. say then Hot Fuzz is... If, if I had to go that, with these guys, that Hot Fuzz was yeah. piss funny. Yeah. And had you had Hot Fuzz my... and not this on your list, I'd be like, yep, cool. That's, yeah. that's more your sensibility. Absolutely. You know what? Yeah, that's that's a good call. Do you still think The World's End was good? I like The World's End, but I don't think it's as good as the other two. No, no. Yeah. I, people, should, I should watch it again. I should other watch people it again. have really turned around or, or Slash have flown the flag for that one saying it's just as good. It's not. I can't see a world in that film being as good. And the primary reason is because Sean Pegg's so unlikable. He's so good in the role of, I guess he's meant to be the protagonist, but he's such an antagonist. He drives you insane. Yeah. And I think that's that, That's where the, the script got it wrong. He needed to, yes, be, more, he needed right. to be more of a... He needs Anti-hero, to be the hero, likable guy. Right, that's right. By the way, Paul means Simon Pegg, not Sean Pegg. Did I say Sean Pegg? Yeah, twice. It's all good. <laughs> Fuck. It's fine. How many beers? It's really hot here today. It's hotter than D's nuts in this It's 43 degrees. 43 cunt. And that's like the second week Celsius. in a row. 40, yeah, it's 110 degrees in Fahrenheit. Fucking, um, Fahrenheit Shit. Yeah. And I know, Christiani, that you live in a fucking desert and it's hotter where you are. But we live on the coast, motherfucker. Right. There's a fucking... One kilometer from a river, which is itself one kilometer, one and a half kilometers from the ocean. So yeah. my point here is, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Could, you pre- Could you please stop telling the listeners to fuck off, Paul? <laughs> Chris will take it Chris on the chin. He's a good bloke. He's fine. Uh, good one. Good one. Okay. Uh, well, my number three is 20. Look, if, I was, if this was the old... If I was Paul about three or four years ago, I'd say, I'm just going to lump these two into one. <laughs> <laughs> Back but, in the days when there's some spice in the show, I think there's some spice in the show today. Some spice in the show today. Uh, but th- I'm going to actually pick one of the two. It's 22 Jump Street. 22 oh, Jump Street. Well, aren't you a fucking champion in my humans? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, 22 Jump Street, which is, of course, Channing Scrotum and fucking Jonah Hill. All right. Yes, it is. Now, I believe the second one was better than the first one simply. That's a big call. No, and I'll tell you why. The first one was great, but because 
I mean, I was sort of... I had problems because I found um, Captain Marvel attractive, even though she was playing a high schooler. So I was having problems with that, okay? What's that? Brie Larson. Brie Larson, okay? So this one, they're all in college. It's fine for me to find people attractive, okay? <laughs> even though she was of age in that first one. So, um, okay, just to clarify. Just to clarify. Now, I think as well, though, that the gags in this one, they were making obvious gags, but because they filmed it and shot it and, and whatever delivered it well, like for instance, they're walking into their new police station and of course they've captain his ice cube yep. and he's in this very big glass like square kind of like kind of office. <laughs> hey, it looks like he's in a giant ice cube. Just shit like that. Like, and I was like, oh, but I'm laughing now. So this is some Lord and Miller. Right? Oh, Lord and Miller, baby. So um, I, I hope they do it. And even their me- me- meta jokes about all the, the sequels afterwards and shit like that. Yeah, well, I think the funny, honestly, the funniest part of that movie <laughs> yeah. Is all the sequels over the end credits? Absolutely, that's what I mean. Like Very that clever. Pure class, and I really wanted 23. The posters thereof, yeah. Yeah, I wanted 23 Jump Street. What are they going to do? They have to move back across the road. Well, one stage, there was a 23 Jump Street plan with the Men in Black crossover. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I'm glad that didn't work out. That's a bizarre. Why would, it, why would they even do that? No, no, instead, we got Men in Black International, because that was so much that better. That was a piece of shit. Yeah, no, it was some balls. No, look, I get those films are funny, and I, I know they speak more to you than to me. So, yeah, good choice. Nice work. My number two, Wayne, has to be on your list. Mm. Is it one or two? That's the only question here. Have you have my one anything on your list come up yet on mine? Is there anything left? One or two? Other than Ackerman, no. No, no. So we've only had one crossover. We're about to have another one. My number two is this is the end. Dude, I left it off. I, no, no, because I keep talking about it. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. But I talk about it so much. And you know what? This is a marmite ass film. Do you know how many people tell me they don't like it? I don't care. <laughs> it's the shit. I agree with you. I only left it off because I'm trying to talk about new shit. Slash win the vote. Okay, I get it. No. Uh, this film. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Cuntington Bear. <laughs> she just fart. <laughs> Paul just floated in air biscuit, everyone. I'm just saying. <laughs> also, I'm making a cut. <laughs> what? You got a fart. If you didn't let the bells go, let the fart go. <laughs> It was audible on, on Mike, maybe, but I know. But you know, everyone, just so you know, Paul farted. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear it on the mic because we, like, we all do it. We all do it. We all do it. I'm having a situation now where um, the girl I'm with, the second, no, no, not right now, is trying to get me used to her farting, and I'm like, why? And she's like, because farting is a part of life. Does she? <laughs> When she farted, she pulled the covers over your head as well? No, I didn't get a Dutch oven. <laughs> but I, there was a situation where she was straddling me and goes, what if I farted now? And I'm like, what are you, an anal terrorist? This is weird. It was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, let's get on with it. Okay. <laughs> Please go on with uh, what's the... Oh, yeah. This is the end. This is the end. What a hilarious film. 1,000% agree. This is where I think we got to see Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, what they could do. And they're, they're big now behind the scenes producing really oh, they're, they're, quality they're, stuff. They've gone all the way to the from top. Preacher all the way through to the, the doldrums of fucking platonic. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, that's a good show. <laughs> in this one, how cool is that the, there's a, the earthquake, the end of the world, we're in Hollywood, we're fo- they're playing themselves or obviously ridiculous versions thereof of themselves. This is and they're willing, this is the funniest thing, they're willing to take the piss out of themselves. Not just them. All, the, all so, their friends. All the fucking yeah. Rihanna's in there, like all this, Michael Sarah's like, fuck everyone. I'm going to read you the cast. Please, please, cast. Please. So yeah, obviously James Franco, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Jay Baruchel, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, Michael Sarah, Emma Watson, Mindy Kaling, Christopher Minsplas, McLovin, Rihanna, Paul Rudd, Chang Tatum, Kevin Hart, Aziz Ansari, I think 
that's about all the major. But how good is that? No, it's, it's it's and even I think when they were actually talking about it, like the production, it was like we can't believe the amount of people who came to us and allowed us to do the thing that we said we were going to do. And they went, "Yep, they all make fun of themselves." Even the poster's funny, and it's only three point one. So you're absolutely right. This is a Marmite film. People fucking isn't that weird? Like I don't like. Okay, yeah. Full disclosure: we might have watched this film stoned at the cinema. Very one of the very few times that I can claim that you did. Yeah, you were baked. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did I give you a brownie? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I've watched it again since to, cl- to clarify. I just find it no, no. immensely amusing. It's amazingly good. And also, like, the, the thing that I got was the Backstreet Boys thing. Like the, oh, that, the end. Not just the end, but even the beginning. Like, they, they're, they're baked and they fast forward playing, like, you know, fucking. Oh, it's so good. It's I so shamefully good. like, that's the only Backstreet Boys song I like. Yeah, fair back enough. The streets back. All right. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of great ones, Paul, but not anymore. <laughs> they did a new album, and I've never seen anyone lead such a big log. Oh, yeah, it's horrendous. Okay. There you are. Okay. That's why I'm going to tell you this at the end, not on Wayne's list. What a shame. Yep, but, you know, I think I'm just going to lose this one and vote for Paul. No, 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 it's, no, no, fi- no. it's fine. It's fine. That always happens. No, no, my point is that uh, <laughs> I know it would be on your list if you were being true to. Yeah. Would it not, would it not be in your top 10 comedies? Or? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, I've got, all, I'm but that's like, all I'm saying. Wait, wait for my honorable mentions list. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm having a go. Just say as long as absolutely. It's, it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. Okay, number two is Forty Year Old Virgin. Yep, that was my number eleven. There you go. See, I think we all know Forty Year Old Virgin, but of course, it's about Steve Carell, who is forty and hasn't had some ass. And then he's got all of his friends, Paul Rudd, and you know, all the, uh, Seth Rogen, Seth and Rogen. All the other. Yep. Now that is all excellent, and all of that comedy is excellent. I will actually tell you that this movie actually goes a little long, but it's still excellent. It is long. John Apatow's films are known for doing that. Exactly, and he, he made mention of it once or twice, but, um, and even the end with the hair, the sunshine, that's a bit of a weird thing, but this entire film, I remember watching it like, oh shit, I've watched it countless times, but one time it was on TV, and I was doing something else, and every time I looked over, there was a new segment, or new act, or new, and I realized that the reason this is such a good film is that it moves so fast. All the things that happen happen very quickly, even though it's a long film. Mm. And the reason you like this film, the reason people like it, is it's about camaraderie. Yeah. This is about dudes yeah, playing poker, talking about dicks and ass and this and that. And it's still funny. I think it's great. Now, Judd's taken some heat about the, you know, I know you're gay scenes. And he actually made that movie Bros as a response to that. Right. And you have to acknowledge it was in the time it was made. 2007? Yeah. 2005. 2005. And it was, and I think there's, it's okay to reflect the comedy of the period when you're doing it. Yes, you may have regrets and, now. And acknowledge it later on saying, well, that's, that's aged badly. Exactly. It's aged badly. I and wouldn't that's make it. that joke today. Exactly. Delirious is still a funny, a funny special, but it, you cannot say any of that shit anymore. And that's Great. its own time. Very so good. there you are. 20, for 40 year old version. All right. My running down my list then. And revealing my number one, number 10, Talladega Nights, Colin, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, number nine, Tropic Thunder, eight, Scott Pilgrim versus, full stop, The World, <laughs> number seven, God, Palm Springs, six, What We Do in the Shadows, and number five, Anchorman, Colin, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, four, Deadpool, three, Shaun of the Dead, my number two is This Is The End, my number one, always my number one. It was the funniest film that I mentioned when we first of all did the top 10 comedies about episode five of this podcast all those years ago. Can't Nothing has that. changed. It is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back really? from 2001. This whole, this whole film is a love letter before Kevin Smith got shit at making films <laughs> to his fan base. Everything is a reference, a meta joke. Everything is just crass and over the top. Why don't you 
love Kevin Smith like I love Kevin Smith. What the fuck is the internet? What the Wayne? fuck is the internet? Yeah, yeah. This is a gr- look, I love this film. I love Chasing Amy. I love all of them until it turned into sort of. Um, well, once you get past Red State, I think it's all downhill. Yeah, Red State was his last fast. good film, and then like Yoga Hoses started happening. Yoga like Hoses is terrible. Fucking anything else he's made since then. As even well. that last. Even Tusk. Cl- even the last Clerks was. Yeah, that was last Clerks had some. Something powerful to say, yeah, but it wasn't why, that wasn't know, that funny. I don't know why it isn't that good. I don't know. He uh, had really I don't, was good. I don't think Clerks Two is that funny for me. But I've only watched it once, so maybe I need to rewatch I, I, it. Yeah, me too. I've only watched it once. But this film is taking all of his funny jokes in the first three films, three films of the universe, hmm. almost not recycling but building upon them in that meta way, and then weaving in Star Wars references left, right, and center. I, it, I think it's hilarious. This is so it's funny, right? Because I, I listen to Kevin Smith podcast all the time. I watch his Fat Man on Beyond, Fat Man, whatever, right? He himself is still hilarious. It's like he hit an age where he can't make it funny on the page anymore. It's mm. really unusual because I love the guy. Well, clearly the guy's gone away from filmmaking because he hasn't made a film in a long time. He's now focusing on what's obviously making him revenue and money. So well, he made he Fair enough. I mean, he, he's a showrunner on he oh, yeah, he's, he's um, doing something else rather, you know, and rather things than like screen that. stuff. And I just, I just don't feel like he's got the big screen sensibility. I think he is more a TV writer and, and that's maybe meant to be a criticism. I don't know. It just seems to fit better. It's, it's just weird because he made his, his bones in like indie film like that. And he said but that again, none of them are visually spectacular. That's not what you see them for. You no, see them for exactly. the witty repartee. You see it 100%. slash the over-the-top vulgarity. Even if you watch Dogma, right? Which might be his special source. It's, it's clever, but it's riddled with profanity that's lowbrow. Maybe that very did, few people can pull that off. No, it, but the, why can't he keep pulling it off? Is it because the times have changed? Is it because I've changed? I don't know. I don't know. But like Dogma is an amazing film. If you watch it, right? Films. I forgot Dogma. Yep. Yeah. So and yeah. Anyway, these things happen. So that's but, my number one. That's why I love it so so much. <laughs> Somebody better call George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> no, this was this was back when it was awesome. So anyway, uh, my numbers, my 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 list was ten, super bad, nine, fuck you, Paul. Uh, <laughs> Eight role models, seven wedding crashes, six long shots. Someone skip forward. Go to number nine. Look up this film. Fuck you, Paul. Five is Juice Bigelow. Also, fuck you, Paul. Uh, four, Anchorman. Three, Twenty Two Jump Street. Two, Forty Year Old Virgin. And my number one is Tropic Thunder. It has always been my favorite comedy. It's yeah. Tell me about your 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 uh, your honorable mentions list, Paul, because yeah. we're going to get into it here. Sausage Party, very close. Yeah, to that was so funny. A very close, very close. Forty old version as mentioned. Hot Fuzz as mentioned. Zombieland, Zoolander. Oh yeah, Zoolander. Double Z. Zoolander's great. Knocked Up, and the Lego Movie. Nice. How about yours? I'm gonna go with. I still say this is great. The interview is great. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, I love it. The is the end. Get him to the Greek. I still love that oh, show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zoolander, MacGruber, Bridesmaids. Good stuff. Yeah, that's a good film. Very good film. Hall Pass, Pineapple Express. Hall Pass is not a good film. Hall Pass is. You know what happened? P- Paul Pass had one great, one yeah, great one gag, great gag and it, which is and it, just for you. He didn't carry. Permeated through the whole fucking film. Yeah, okay. Uh, old school, just friends is also mm. weirdly good. Mm. Neighbors, bad yeah, neighbors. Yeah, yeah, that. that and yeah. I actually liked Road Trip. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah. not for you, not for you. It's better than Euro Trip, but Euro Trip was back with Euro. Yeah. So, all right, there you That's go. That's Alice. What about yours? Wrap up every episode of the countdown with your feedback on the topic at hand in the segment that we call the Pop Ten. Talk about. Talk about Pop 10. We have this week's Pop 10 with Jamie Davies. Number three, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Number two, the Royal Tenenbaums. Number one, Napoleon Dynamite. I can see that. 
Okay. I okay. honestly can. That's some, that's some classy shit right there. Jonas Landis said number three, Hot Fuzz. Such a brilliant take on one of my favorite other movie genres. Mm-hmm. Number two, Topic Thunder, even only for T to the C scenes. Player. There we are. Number one, Kung Fu Hustle. Funniest take on Kung Fu movies since A Fistful of Yen from the mm. Kentucky Fried Movie. Honorable mention to In Bruges, just so Paul Priscilla can play the soundbite. You're a cunt. Oh, fuck off. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. All y'all can eat some balls. The only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. Ball full Thank of balls you, John, and eat for that. Thing, motherfucker. Another John, uh, John Thin Kid said, Sean of the Dead slash Hot Fuzz Cracker Jack screenwriting. Number two, Death to Smoochie. Robin Williams' only great performance of the 21st century. Controversial. I don't know that one. Number, don't you? I don't think I do. Okay. okay. Number one, best in show. Top to bottom, a masterpiece. How much would you say I can bench press? Oh, yeah. Quote from that film. Lee Allen Thomas said, number three, Team America, World Police. Yeah. Number two, Four Lions, controversial these days. Yeah. One, Anchorman, was it? You know, when this film came out, it became the film. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what? Anchorman 2 was the shit too. People don't talk about it, but I was really impressed at Anchorman 2. One guy talking. Yeah, I didn't. I liked it more than most, but fans of the original Anchorman seem to hate Anchorman 2. Is that so? Mm. Oh. Matt Evans said, Where the Millers? That's a funny film. I like that one. Role Models, number two, Wayne, and number one, nice. Bad Words. I don't even know what that one is. I don't think I do either. Hmm. Okay. okay. Aaron Dundee says Step Brothers number three. That's popular among a lot of folks. Doesn't, it was, doesn't it was resonate okay. For me. I thought it was all right. Number three, two, The Hangover. I guess people would be surprised that doesn't resonate Absolutely. for either of us, but no. Didn't I, do I didn't mind it at the time. Paul did not like it. Number one, super bad. There you are. There you Wayne. go. Timothy Williams. Now, Timothy Williams sent this reply through with an image from my, the number one, which I'll talk about in a second. Number three, super bad. Number two, Step Brothers. Number one, Anchorman, most quotable comedy movie of all time. I'm taking them back to the pants store. And he took a, scene, a snapshot from that scene mm. and Facebook rejected it twice for really? basically saying it was sexual humor. Yeah, yeah. So I th- I, 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 and I approved it. So, well, you, I mean, I approved I, I went and sent it for a review. I sent it for you too, saying this is just a response yeah, for a request. There's nothing wrong with it. What, what the hell? No nudity in that. Yes. There's a bulge in the pants, but come on now. Exactly. There's a bulge in my pants. No reply yet from <laughs> Facebook because fuck them. Yeah. Colonel Toby McNeil said, old school, first 30 minutes cannot be beat. Number two, any of the jackass movies. Number one, super bad. My generation's high school movie, hilarious start to finish and still somehow heartfelt. Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay. Aaron Lee said, pop star, never stop stopping the yes! It's free. Yes! Number two, The Big Sick. Number one, Bridesmaids. So, well, wow, look at that. Nick Orton said, wedding crashes at three. Blades of Glory always makes me lull. Mm. Number one, one cut of the dead. Not just funny, but smart too. That one you were talking about. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's the Japanese horror comedy, more comedy than anything. David Powell said, this is the end, poor things in Deadpool. So nice. poor things I haven't seen yet. I haven't either. What is it? I missed it. it was, it's up for Academy Award for Best Picture this year. Really? But we haven't had a chance to check that out if it, unless you went and saw it at the cinema. So wow, that's a, a high endorsement there from David. Last couple then to wrap it up. Ben Burnham said, number three, The Trip. Wayne could get some pointers for his Michael Caine impersonation. Okay, The Trip. I was showing, this, uh, I was showing that scene to someone recently. The thing about The Trip is, the mm-hmm. only thing good about it is the, is the impressions. Yeah, yeah everything right? else is a bit everything else, And there's not like three movies. The Trip to Spain, there's another yep. one. Yeah, not as good. The Trip is the best one, though. Do you want to do Michael Caine impersonation? For, uh, no, I can't. I can't. Not after we've built it up like this. Oh, no. Come on. Ben, I'm sorry. <laughs> number two, Kung Fu Hustle, as if Buster Keaton and Jackie Chan had a baby and it made a movie. And number one, The Royal Tenenbaums. I've never seen this. Wes Anderson's best. I gotta check. There's a few Wes Andersons I never went to. That's one of them. I'm a bit burnt after Asteroid City, I have to say. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Mina Harker, aka Dan, said number three, The Hunt. Oh, yeah, that's different. Anchorman Colin, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, number one, Hot Fuzz. Yeah. And then the last comment feedback comes from Justin Winters. Jay to the Whizzle. Once of the So I Married Movie Geek podcast, which has now sadly gone the way of the dodo. And Justin 
Got to meet him in person. Wonderful gentleman in LA. He said, is The Saint not a spy film from last week? Before we should have done through the recount. <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to mention. Before we should have done through the recount. That's okay. As Wayne said, is it not? Yeah, it's a spy film, but it's from the 90s, so it wasn't from our millennium thing. So Hang on, well, I think you've mixed up there. That's why I got confused. <laughs> we were just doing top 10 spy films last week. Yeah. So this it isn't... nothing to do with the millennium. What? Do you see what I'm saying? You I could've... thought spy films were of the 21st century. Oh, it's just your top 10 spy films. Oh, shit. I could have put so like... Uh, both Justin and... I could have put the Saint in. You could have put the Saint Son in. Son of a That's whore. what Justin was calling it. And I've just realized this now. You and I have both been fooled by. I was fooled by your comment. It was not from the 21st century, man. I thought just like this one is of the new millennium. No, it was the top 10 spy. There was nothing. God damn, not reading the brief properly. <laughs> shit. I, Live I, when you realise you fucked things up. I Thank do, you, Justin. I for do falling wonder if out. I would have remembered it though. So who well, knows? What your most rewatched film of all time wasn't that? Who like, knows? You don't know my brain works, Paul. Uh, it's no one knows how your fucking exactly. brain works. It's fucked up. I don't know. We're the big bird. Well done, Justin, for calling us both out for being fucking idiots. What a great way to end the show. <laughs> well, I'm not sure why anyone would, but if they want to get in touch with us, <laughs> how do I do so? They can uh, Google us, get all of our socials. Uh, they can send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. They could hit up the website, thecountdownpodcast.com, or they could uh, tell Paul he's a cunt. Facebook, listen community. <laughs> Links in the show notes. Follow us on X, the Countdown PC. <laughs> Follow us on Podbean, where we host the show. You know, like the episodes there as well. That's it. That'll do. Every other link is what you need. Patreon and the like is on the website. On the website, baby. Wait, what's up next week for episode 463? Oh, well, this is interesting. Oh, my God. This is from Cy Wazow. That's right. Top little page of the show. He gave us four topics to choose as his Patreon choice at that level. I have taken one for you, Cy and Wayne. Oddly apt given this episode, it is our top 10 Tom Cruise films. What? Two to the sea, baby. I'm pretty sure this is a redux as well. Is it? No, we did. Yeah, we did. We did way back. Way back. I can't remember it 60, 70, something like that. But he's done a few since then. He has. He has. Pretty sure More that my number fact, one will have argue. changed. That's what we're doing next week on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure as always, even if we fuck up a lot. Yeah, we mean particularly. Keep my going. name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? That's what Justin's asking us right now. Motherfucker, those seem loud. <laughs> <laughs> Good people remember that. We'll catch you next time. See ya. number 10 is a film which completely surprised me because this guy even back at this era which is almost 20 years ago was mm. so hit and miss for me okay some of his films i fucking love mm. some of them are so mean worthy some of them are so memorable yeah uh, brilliant see there's a comedy episode you can keep the belt in no, can't. oh come on cunt <laughs> <laughs> blooper all right <laughs>